Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. AlphaTauri boss Franz Tost has suggested that Yuki, Yuki Tsunoda. I <laughs> oh, literally can't with these. Look, Yuki's a great guy, but read me the read me a website now. What is this website? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the Pit Stop Podcast. Podcast. Do you know what, mate? I've been thinking, yeah. I really want to switch up the intro a little bit. Okay. But what else do I say other than, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. We have done a lot of episodes now. This is number 20 of season two. Mm-hmm. So we've done way over 100. This is probably like 107. 115, maybe. Do you reckon anyone is still listening who listened from the beginning? Because I would be <clears throat> bored of myself by now. If there is someone who has listened from like the very first episode that isn't my mum or my dad, <laughs> I'd love to know. I yeah, would love yeah. to know. I wonder what our current viewership is. I wonder like whether the people listening are new or like coming back every week. I wonder mm. how you guys listen. If you could let us know, send us a message on Instagram at pitstop. Yeah, do let us know. Yeah, that'd be great. Been having a few technical issues recently, guys. I've been made aware that um, sometimes my mic's been crackling. Ever since we've done the Ferrari pod with Carlos and Charles, not intentionally, but I've just been holding the mic like this now. Because Carlos held it like that. We always held it like this before, but it was always really uncomfortable. Now I've got this big, chonky, girthy thing to hold it, wrap my hands around. Yeah, that's why your thing makes a noise, because you keep bending the wire. I know. Whereas how I'm holding it, the wire's come straight down. And that's potentially the reason why the cable went a bit tits up for the last couple of eps. But we've got a new cable, guys. I would also like to say we set that trend. By the way, holding mics for podcasts. We actually set that trend on TikTok. If you look <laughs> you at every people... other sports podcast or any other podcast where they now hold a mic, Peter Crouch copied us. Um, a few other big podcasts have copied us. They have now they? hold the mic. Bloody, we were the first bloody people bastards. to do that. Yeah, where's the credit? Well, right? We'll have it out with them if we ever we see them in person. Because <laughs> it's quite a weird thing to do. Tom Crouch, you're getting it. Holding these mics is actually a weird thing to do. Like, really, they're built to go on a stand. Yeah, but Some, I think you know it's what? just so much more. Like you can move around. You These can build mics attention. are really special. If we have any audio files that listen to this pod. We use SM7Bs, and these are so good because... Can you stop moving around? Because that's going to make a noise. Yeah, so I'm so sorry. You can use these in the studio, and they sound amazing. And you can hold them and record vocals through them, and you don't have to... I mean, they only cost, what, 300 cent pound? They don't, a lot you don't of money. have to There's use... cheaper ones. There is, but... If you're in a recording studio, you could spend two grand, three grand, four grand on a mic to, mm. to sing in. And these are good enough. 
Yeah, we can still sing into these, can't we? Rocket Man! <laughs> we were just singing. You were singing last night. Because I went to see Elton John. <laughs> you went to go see Elton John with your mumsy. Yeah, I went to see Elton John with my mum. That was an experience. Um, my mum driving out of the O2 was... I hope she doesn't listen to this, but probably the worst experience of my life. Why? She just does not pull out in front of cars. Oh, uh, really? We were just sat there and we had to indicate right. And I'm thinking, just please put your indicator on and start pulling out. Just please. She just sits there. No one's letting her go. People are beeping. She just will not cut in. I'm like, just put your fucking indicator on and someone might actually know we want to go over there. Michelle's not going to be a Formula One driver anytime soon. Michelle is not going to be a Formula One Maybe driver. Maybe a safety car soon. driver. <laughs> I don't know. Look, she doesn't like driving. She does to drive London. safely. She does drive very safe, so she could be a safely car driver. What what um what car is she driving at She the drives minute? a beetle still. A little blue beetle that she Love used to that. drop me. She used do you know what? She loves it, right? But I used to be so embarrassed that bloody car that I used to get her to drop me further up the road. So when I got out at school at that crossroads, yeah. where she dropped me, no one would see me. Really? And I'd always, like, get... My car would always pull up Why didn't you walk, mate? You only live within a five-minute walk of school. Like, my mum would always be driving to work at the same time, which was ideal. Do you know what? I used to walk to school. And I cycled to school for a bit. Um, mate, your getting to school journey was absolutely disgusting. You had to oh, travel the to, when from I was Narnia Hastings, to get to yeah, school. Fucking hell, that was crazy. That was I crazy. was actually travelling not far at all, really, like a minute in a car, and you were travel. You were getting up like two and a half, three hours before school. Yeah, that's but crazy. I was talking. I was talking about when I was at London Road. Because that was pretty much where you lived, pretty much. Yeah, cool. both in Howsham. Giving away our location. That's right. We don't again. live there anymore, though. Do no, we? we don't. We actually don't. Some of our friends still live there. Mm. Um, speaking of friends, you have a big date coming up. Yes, I do. Tomorrow. A big, big oh, date tomorrow. That's not tomorrow. what I was thinking of. But yeah, we do have a what, big date tomorrow. Well, fuck you then. What are you about to say? <laughs> what, what do I have coming up? Um, it's at the end of the month. What? A big, big date. What? It's football at Wembley. The Europa UEFA Waper Cup. Yes, I'm going to watch Brighton Man United semi-final at Wembley. <laughs> Why are you clapping that? You don't even like football. Because I don't... Yeah, you did offer maybe potentially for me to have a Mate, ticket. I have a spare ticket. But you I declined. Come. I declined. But you can come now. I, I don't want to go, bro. Uh, really? I just... I Not to be disrespectful, and I appreciate the offer, but there's someone else in this world that more deserving that you could take. Okay. You're going to end up there. I don't know you're going to end up there. All our mates are going and we could see Who's one. going? Everyone. All right, maybe I'll think about it. Sam Smith's going. Maybe I'll think about it. Mate, for Not me, the singer. Just me, <laughs> not the singer. Me going to a football match is like nailing my nuts to a table. Really? It's not that bad, <laughs> but it's just, it's just not, not the greatest. I don't know. It's, just, it's not really me. Okay. Well, yeah, I went and saw Elton John last night with my mum. That was fun. What have you been writing down? <laughs> that's made We're only seven minutes in. <laughs> this is meant to go for ten minutes. No, no. That's we're meant to have ten minutes of Tomorrow, we're going we to see serious. Matt and Tommy. Yes. Matt and Tommy we live are. show, P1. Matt and Tommy live in person. We have a group chat with those lads. And I think Tommy's a little bit nervous. Which yeah, so yeah. he fucking should be, because I would be too. Yeah, I know. Taking but the he podcast. might listen to this before... He goes on stage because he does listen to the pod. So, Tommy, if you are listening to this, I promise you now, the second you sit down... Break a leg. You'll be... <laughs> the second you sit down and realise everyone in that room is there for you, you'll be absolutely fine. Tommy, you'll be absolutely fine. Um, and if you need any help, I don't know why you there. would take my advice because I've never done it, but I'm, you'll be absolutely fine. If you need any help or anyone on stage for anything, just give us a shout. Yeah, we'll know. be moral support. Me and Fab will be there. 
It'll be interesting to watch them boys live. I can't imagine what a live show is going to be like. I haven't got a clue. The only people that I know who do a live show is the Red Flags guys. I do know that Matt, Matt has put us on the guest list though. So what does that mean? Because I, I asked if we get any free snacks. He <laughs> said no. Huh? Free snacks? Yeah, I said I wanted popcorn. He said you can go fucking buy it from the, from the foyer there. I was like, oh, all right. Oh, no, we need some alcohol, don't we? It starts at nine o'clock. Yeah, I'm but mate, we have to pace ourselves because we can't go and get absolutely spangled and Matt and no, Tommy's let's, first let's line. Let's do a couple event. of bottles of wine before we go. Cheap, no, we need some wine. We'll ruin it. We'll no, ruin it for It'll be great. We won't ruin it for them. They've already given us a warning. They've already said behave. Uh, yeah, I know. I can see what's going on in your head. You sit on this sofa and you get mad excited <laughs> think, thinking that out of nowhere, because Jake and Fab are there, Matt and Tommy are going to usher us onto the That's stage. That's not what I want. Ladies and gentlemen, the pit stop boys are in the house. Jake and Fab. And then there's an hour-long segment with you and me. That's not going to happen. Why not? Why are we going? This is P1. This isn't the P1, the pit stop show. No, I know, but like, they must they must want us there for a reason. <coughs> well, maybe they've got something planned, but I highly doubt it. No, I'm, I just I'm joking. Invite, I'm, just, I'm just going to see them. They're just inviting their, inviting their friends down. I do think it's amazing, though. Like, it is pretty cool. I could never do it, so... Let's just see how it goes. Fair play to them. Do you know what? We always say we couldn't do it, but... I guess this is live. How long have we been going for? We haven't said anything career-ending yet. We don't yet. really cut our pods that much. I was thinking that. We say we wouldn't go live, but realistically, when you look at the pods, the only cuts we make are because we're being told to make the cut by the approval. We never... When we do the pod, we oh, don't... Oh, when, we, when we've got a guest on, yeah, 100%. Yeah, like we don't stop, do we? We just run through. So that could be live. Yes. But then we would just say the odd thing that would probably cause about 10 lawsuits. It's always funny, though, when we do um, a pod where we haven't done one with a guest in a while. It's been like, like over Christmas, mm. and you come back and you do one. It's almost like, oh, fuck. It's like first day back at school. Yeah. A little bit nervous, a little bit. I felt like that a bit for Ollie, because he was the first back for a while. I was right with Ollie. Cause I don't know why. Maybe because we knew him a bit more. Probably, yeah. But then Mikey just flowed from the second he got here. The second he saw the sim, wasn't it? The second he saw the sim, he was like, that's uh, sick. Yeah. <laughs> For me, as soon as he tried to fix the sim. And yeah. he, got, oh, he got down on those hands and knees straight away. I thought, this guy's the shit. <laughs> He's such a legend. What you wrote down? Jake. You said earlier, Fab said to me, I was playing Valheim on the Xbox. Um, I spawned a dragon. And it, it it blew everything up, all right? If that means anything to anyone. Why don't you go into detail a bit more about that? No. It, it blew up Fab's you base said that I spent hours crafting from stone. You're the one that's been... Yeah, you didn't spend hours crafting it, did you? All you're doing is cheating and spoiling you everything. You are a you're liar. You are a liar. <laughs> you can't use every cheat and then say you I play the game properly. hours, you, all right, you, at night as well. Lying. Because we work during the day and we play games in the evening. I spent from from midnight till 5 a.m. on multiple occasions building that place. Yeah. And you spawned a fucking dragon. <laughs> and a turtle. <laughs> Destroyed my base. And a death squeeto. Don't seconds. forget the death squeetos. Death squeetos are mad. Do you know what else is mad? Go on. Felipe Massa, by the sounds of it. You said about this whilst I was playing. What has happened with Felipe Massa? Right. I, I've just found out about this. this. This is quite exciting, right? I like talking about this kind of stuff because it's a reminder to our listeners of how fresh we are. Okay. This 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 dives into a little bit of F1 history, a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not too not too long ago, fifteen years ago. <laughs> um, fifteen. I've been watching for a year, so you, yeah, uh, what are you expecting? Fairly long time. I couldn't even tell you one team Felipe Massa drove for. Well, you might have already heard something about this. I believe. Actually, I think he I might believe, have drove for a Ferrari. I believe Mark, he did. I believe Mark Priestley might have mentioned something about this. Sounds about right. He's probably in the book, right? When we had him on, potentially. 
Oh, all right, how much are you going to build this up for? Just, yeah, well, just I'm trying it. to eke out a fucking pod. Just so. say it. <laughs> Basically, there's been, a ca- there's been a can of worms that have... Uh, a can of worms? From what back- does a can of worms look like? <laughs> back in 2008, it probably weighs the same as a box of books. Well, how much does a box of books weigh? About a can of worms. Oh. And in 2008, something, something crazy happened, and it's, it's basically been reopened. Okay, the oh. can of worms, the, oh. the monkeys got out of the bag once again. Uh, oh, fab. Fab. Yeah. You're about to talk about Crashgate. I am indeed. Oh no. Why? I feel like that's like talking about the Matrix. I feel like if we talk about that kind of stuff, we might get arrested. Yeah, but Jake, this is pit stop. We have the power. I don't know if we should do it. If anyone's going to come up against us, I don't actually them, okay? know much about this crash gate thing, but I saw it trending on Twitter and hasn't someone like admitted to it or something? Okay, well, listen, right. that someone is Bernie Eccleston, <laughs> just to let you know. Oh. <laughs> Back in 2008, Felipe Massa lost out on winning his first and only championship to Lewis Hamilton by a single championship point. Okay, that's pretty intense mm-hmm. already. One point. But there was a big controversy was, around it. Hang on a minute. And wasn't this the race in Brazil? No. That wasn't in the race in Brazil where Massa lost out because they all let Hamilton pass. Mm, that, so that would have been the last race of the season. Because that was weird as well. That's, that's also <laughs> that's surely got me involved. <laughs> Poor Felipe Massa's had it up <laughs> to it with all this shit. Never won a championship. He, he probably should have and he had it robbed off him. Anyway, sorry to butt in. Take me back to the story. Nelson Piquet Jr. was driving for Renault at the time and at the Singapore Grand Prix in 2008... Nelson Piquet was ordered by his team at Renault to crash so that the safety car would come out and it would benefit his teammate in the championship battle. Now, that teammate was Fernando Alonso. Okay. So, yes, correct. Crashgate. Now, because of this crash, yeah, there was a massive safety... There was a safety car. Obviously, everyone, as we know, we know this, people go in the pits to get a cheap pit. So, Felipe Massa's gone in for his pit under this safety car. And back in 2008, they still used to refuel the cars. Mm-hmm. So, they've refueled his car. They've done an unsafe release, and he's driven off with the fucking fuel pump still attached to the car. That was that race? Yeah. When the fuel pump went through the thing and set <clears throat> fires and everything? Uh, no. That wasn't no. That's happened a couple of times, but that oh, wasn't okay. that time. That was that was quite a long time ago. Um, and also, they they brought him out like in front of a car because they were trying to beat Lewis Hamilton yeah. to the, bring him out before Lewis. So there was a load of shit that happened. Basically, he got a penalty for that. He got a drive-through penalty, and he ended up coming thirteenth for that race. Lewis Hamilton ended up coming third, and so you know, Massa didn't score any points that race. Lewis did. Massa was ahead of him for that whole race, right? Mm-hmm. And then because of the crash which then caused him to pit, and then the, the thing went wrong with the pit. And did this benefit Hamilton? Well, it meant that, because yeah, because Felipe Massa got the penalty, the drive-through penalty so for an unsafe release. who made the decision saying to crash? The team, Renault. So who was the team boss there then? I don't know. Because we need to, I feel like we need to get the bloody <laughs> chalkboard out. We need to get him on the pod. Stick some pictures up and start investigating. We need to get that guy on the, on the pod, whoever it is. But so, it, was, it was so. But this is the thing, right? So you got Massa at Ferrari, you got Lewis at Mercedes, and you got Nelson Piquet Jr. and Fernando Alonso at Renault. Mm-hmm. Now Renault, are the bad guys here, yeah, because they've set up this crash to help Fernando Alonso win the championship. He didn't, anyway. But because of that, it's then affected Ferrari. Have brought Massa in. 
to do the pit. They fucked it up. He got a penalty. He didn't score any points that race. Lewis did. And then obviously he missed out on the championship. So was Massa actually involved or had Massa just got unlucky? Because it looks like it's only the Renaults. So Massa's done nothing wrong. Yeah, Ma- that's what Massa's, I'm Massa's essentially his championship has been fucked because of Renault doing that. So Renault naughty, deliberately naughty. crashed one of their drivers to get Fernando Alonso to win. Yeah, much. but it was nothing to do with Felipe. No, yeah. But then at the same time, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Because, you know... Well, that's just... A, I didn't... thought it was deeper than that. When I was reading it at first, I thought it was, like, deeper than that. Like, orders coming from, like, another team. But if you're telling me, like, back in the day, 15 years ago, if, if you had two drivers out there and one of the drivers wasn't going to win and one of your drivers was battling for the championship, that's probably happened loads of times where the team have gone, you just crash because that will help us here. You just quickly crash there because that will help him get a pit. Yeah. You crash there. That would have happened... Absolutely loads of times. It's probably still happening now without us realising when Pete... Uh, it probably is. Not necessarily crashes, but pits well, or anything. The thing is, that the worst part... So this obviously... When this happened in 2008, at the end of the season, it all kicked off. Like in 2009, Massa was saying shit. Lewis was like going out in the press and saying stuff. However, and I've got here, I've, I've written this down. I have reason to believe it's come back to light in recent weeks because Bernie Eccleston basically came out and said that at the time, F1 knew that Renault had cheated. So F1 knew it was going on and they kept it hush hush, swept it under the carpet just to stop like this massive scandal coming out in F1. But like he's admitted now that him and Max Mosley, who again... Mr. Mosley, did you never watch Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? It was not a PE teacher. (laughs) Mr. Mosley was in Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. I swear we had a PE teacher called Mr. Mosley. Um... Short one, black hair, short and fat. I don't know how he was a PE teacher. <laughs> Mr. Mollison. <laughs> ah, that was it, Mollison. And he wasn't fat, he was just a bit chubby. I wonder if he listens. He I wonder belly. if Marsden listens to this pod. I like Marsden. I hope Marsden does. Yeah, Marsden was good. If anyone wants to know briefly, Marsden was a PE teacher that ended up becoming head of house in sixth form. And how funny that both our stories are exactly the same. Yeah. Like, for considering we didn't even speak at the time. <laughs> yeah, both of me and Jake were meant to be going to, like, different colleges. And then for some reason, whatever happened, like, something fucking crazy happened with Jake, something crazy happened to me. And then right at the last minute, like a week before term, we both came back to sixth form and begged Mr. Marsden, like, <laughs> yeah. Marsden, please can we come back? We've got nowhere else to go. And he was like, I don't know. I don't know what he said to you, but yeah, to no, me, he, said, he was like, me. right, you could do music and you could do business and you, you got to do something else. So I was like, me. I can't do nothing else. He was like, you could do business and you could do IT. you got to do something else. And then I ended up in fucking art. <laughs> me and art, I literally had to sit up. I wish, I <laughs> wish I had taken that with you. It would have been so funny. <laughs> I did like two lessons and then the first project was us figuring ourselves and I realised straight away I'm in the wrong place. Then I got to drop it, and then sixth form was just amazing for a bit. Mate, that would have been so funny. I think he honestly offered me art, and I was just like, nah, I just don't want to oh, do it. I wish you'd done it. So, that would have been great. Anyway, back on track. Uh, I like it, if you'll pardon the pun. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> Didn't want a pit stop for too long. Um, oh! So, yeah, Bernie Eccleston's come out recently and said that they, they made a mistake and that they knew at the time. And obviously this has p- prompted Felipe to start talking about it again. So, I don't know, is he going to press charges or is he going to take it to court or some shit? Nah, like, it's been this, buried now. This many, well, that's what I'm saying, though. This many years later, Look, it would never, ever work. But maybe he's, maybe he's thinking about it. The thing is, right, this stuff happens in every sport comes out all the time like things of dodgy things and why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them with royal caribbean you don't just go to the beach you visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in north america you don't just go for a road trip you atv and zip line through the jungle you don't just go somewhere new 
you rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. At the end of the day, you never really know what's real, what's true. You can't believe everything you read in the media, even if he's apparently saying it. Like, unless you've seen him face to face and he said that to you, I wouldn't believe that. Mm. You know, like it's tough, isn't it? Don't get me wrong, dodgy shit is going on in every sport, in every aspect of the world. Do we even trust our own government? Probably not. If you never hear another podcast from us, I've probably been shot. But if Red <laughs> Bull, for instance, if Red Bull overspent like last year, but I wonder if the, if the F1 knew about that. Um, well, they've been punished. The, the, have they been punished to the extent that is probably maybe what they should have got? I don't know, because, I mean, quite clearly, <laughs> it hasn't really affected them, has it? I mean, it Think about but, yeah, this, right? it might. Think about this, right? As far as I'm aware, Red Bull are really the only team on the grid who aren't a car manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. But they have an engine from a car manufacturer. But but just think. But let, just sit that. Sit. Just sit with that for a second, right? Every other team on the grid, apart from like Williams, don't make cars, but they've always been an F1 as a as a motorsport car manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Every other team makes cars, apart from Red Bull. Like Red Bull's audience, as a whole, is so much bigger than like McLaren because you have to be a car head. If you really follow McLaren, you like McLaren. You got to be a car head. But you haven't got to be a car head to want to be into Red Bull. Like, you could be into your mountain bikes or your surfing or anything like that, or even just fucking having mm-hmm. an energy drink. And you might follow F1 because of Red Bull. So it wouldn't... It would make sense to me if, like, Red Bull and F1 had a really tight relationship because F1 probably want Red Bull as much as Red Bull want them. Mm. No, you're, you're spot on. But Red Bull have done it right for a long time. They've been massive in so many sports. And I think that just shows on and off the track. But George Russell has said something interesting about Red Bull. He has. George Russell has said, has said that for sure they're holding back. They're almost embarrassed to show their full potential because the faster they seem, because the faster they seem globally, the more the sport is going to try and hold them back somehow. That's what George Russell has said. So he basically believes that they're, they're quicker than they're even showing. But he's basically saying, like F1 said, like, guys... Come on. How then? <laughs> what, what Mate, ma- I don't know. Him. What ammunition? What, how, what makes him think that? Well, have you seen it? He, it within, within like literally half a lap, he was two seconds clear of Lewis Hamilton. Mate, look, I've, I fucking love Red Bull, and this is why this is such a hard conversation to have. I completely agree. That's such a hard conversation to have, because we love them so much. But there has to be some foul play. If they can be you know that Cal's much coming back. quicker. We are getting, I'm calling it now. We are going to get Cal back and we are going to ask him and I'm going to say to him, Cal, you pulled away from Lewis Hamilton in two seconds. How the fuck <laughs> do you do that compared to every other but car? Does, I, but does Cal know? I need an answer. But does Cal he know? He surely must know. See, the people I, working on the car would know. Yeah, but he's on the, tr- he, he's on the, he's on the ground. He's on the track. He's a travelling mechanic, like See, I think- he 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 gets given the parts and he builds the car. Like, I think if anyone's gonna know the secrets, it's it's fucking um, Wilfred Helmslow. What? <laughs> I can't remember his fucking name. Wilfred Helmslow. Adrian Newey. Adrian Newey It'll knows be a lot him because he because he hand draws the cars. I didn't know that. Did you know that until? No, uh, that's incredible. He hand, he, draws, actually... he hand draws the cars in the Red Bull factory, yeah, wow. which is absolutely insane. Maybe that's the secret sauce, mate. Well, I think they can control the car a lot more than is made clear from the garage. 
I don't really know how or what they can see, but um, they must have some form of control. Mate, of course they do. And this is why I make... I mean, obviously, every time I, I come out with those stupid things, like, oh, they've tampered with Max's car so the Checo could win. Obviously, I'm fucking joking, if anyone out there thought I'm being serious. But it, at the same time, I'm highlighting you, the fact yeah. that like they probably could because yeah, they yeah, have yeah. that much effect on the car. I think Red Bull are open to scrutiny because they're doing so well in a time where they quite clearly... Um, the budget cap issue and stuff like that. And to be fair, they've been really unlucky because obviously Max and the Hamilton thing was one year. The second year is Max wins everything. Red Bull is so much better and everyone's like, oh, for God's sake, Red Bull again. And then they get the budget cap. For like two years in a row, they've been quite easy targets for like every everyone else who doesn't support Red Bull mm. probably doesn't like Red Bull because of that. Well, maybe they need to make some internal changes, mate. Well, no, Red Bull don't need to change anything. Red Bull are absolutely fine. Well, no, maybe they do. They're the best team. They don't need to do anything. Maybe, maybe they do in the in the terms of Sergio Perez. Oh, we're not. I'm not even going on to Perez again. No, <laughs> no, Literally no. every episode you're telling me Perez is being replaced. <laughs> yeah, by and now finally my. My bullshit chat has been backed up with facts, bro. Right, oh, where does his facts future from lie? Where, where does What's his future lie? Bro, I always have credible sources. Website name. <laughs> listen. Website name. Right, listen. Fact, contra- his contract expires in 2024. No. It expires at the end of this year. So it actually expires in 2023. So yeah, but he's so far, 2024, he can't yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got a win this season, right? And he gets consistent podiums. He does. And he is a, like a yeah, fairly yeah. consistent driver. But he's not, he's not winning, like, consistently. I mean, there's clearly a difference in pace between him and Max still. Yeah, it's been three races this year, and he's won one of them. Yeah, but last year. What, what did he win last year? He only won Monaco, right? He got two wins last two, year. Two, Monaco and... I can't remember Miami? the other one. No, I can't even remember. I can't remember. He got two wins last year. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, and him, him and Max are, you know, allegedly in the same car. So there's a talking point right there about why he, maybe he should not stay. Alpha Tauri boss Franz Tost has suggested that Yuki, Yuki Sonoda. Oh, you literally can't with these. Look, Yuki's a great driver, but read me the read me the website now. What is this website? It's probably like fanf1fandom.com. Has suggested that Yuki could be ready for a Red Bull scene. I need to see this website. And potentially take. No, I've written it down in my notes. What's it? You just wrote it yourself. And potentially. I said, I I put here, not sure about that. Yuki, potentially, but I don't know about that. However, he's been struggling. I I think Yuki's been struggling. Yeah, he has. He honestly has, but hasn't been in the best car. But then the AlphaTauri has been struggling. So, yeah, it's it's tough. However, here's an interesting fact. Now, this is copy and pasted from the internet because I wanted it to, I wanted to have the quote here. A recent study from Zoomf suggested that Perez generated $33 million in value from social media alone in 2022. More than teammate Verstappen. While his social media interaction figures are only bettered by Charles Leclerc and Lewis Hamilton. So, fuck me. Perez is up there, out of the whole grid, in terms of engagement from social media. Yeah, of course he's, he's and earning money. He's, he's massive. He's out of the whole grid. The only people that's that are doing better than him are that's Leclerc. That's and Daniel Ricciardo. Well, that's insane, mate. That's insane. So this commercial impact could have a major role in deciding oh, whether or not Checo is retained Google. in 2025. No, I just had to take that Did quote. anyone hear our ad read at the beginning, by the way? Did anyone hear us read it up? Oh, yeah. I hope it was good. We tried our best. Yeah, hopefully it was good. It's a great company called Spectate. 
I actually, <laughs> I actually think if anyone could go to Red Bull, it could be Albert. I'd love to see Albert in a quick car. You were pointing at me then. I thought you were going to say me. No, I was, po- I was pointing at you then. No, you just said something that I wanted to say. It was about Red Bull. I think we just need to cut the bullshit on the pod for like just two minutes. No, mate, this is not bullshit. No, because I need to say something valu- valuable. Well, I'm right in the middle of a topic about Perez here. But this is about okay, Perez. Okay, go on then. Go on then. We've got to remember that the, the drivers for these teams aren't actually a lot of the time bought or bought in on performance. Like, it's all money, Oi, isn't it? now listen. Like, okay. it is. Like, it doesn't really now, matter. Some of the best drivers you in the said world won't You said enough of the jibber-jabber. Let's not start talking about that. But it is. All right. It, money talks. Money talks. Like, it does talk. Whoever's going to bring in the best sponsor, whoever's going to bring in that. Like, have Ford said they're going to bring in a driver when the Red Bull come? Is that already arranged and we don't know? Well, who knows, mate? Like... Money talks. We can speculate as much as we want as fans look at results and see them crash. Well, and this say, is why oh, I've been saying Logan Sargent a fucking Red Bull because of Ford. <laughs> this is why I was saying it three <laughs> weeks ago. It's, it's some American. people say that I'm a pioneer, and I actually think I am because I have some brilliant ideas. <laughs> if Logan Sargent ever joined Red Bull, I'd, I'd clap you. Thanks. No, I'd, I mean, I'd shake your hand. Thank you so much. Right, back to Perez, okay? Uh, I wanted I wanted your thoughts on this. This is why I wanted to bring this up, because it's about social media, and you are the social media queen. So, Thank you. I mean, my thoughts before we, we dive into yours. Verstappen, I mean, if you look at his Instagram, he's not hot on the social media. It's like, yeah. So, like, the, the, he, they post a lot, him or his team, whoever do it. They do post a lot, mm-hmm. but it's all racing pictures. Yeah. It's all, like... Which is fair enough because Max he does race in his, his career and he's a world champion. Yeah. But it's all racing related. There's nothing personal really on there. And there's nothing sort of lifestyle or fashion related, which I actually respect in a way because he's just a racing driver and that's what he does. But you get people like Pierre Gasly and stuff who mm-hmm. they're posting more that lifestyle kind of thing. That's going to get more views and more traction. So I can see why Checo probably does generate more money from social media than Verstappen. Also, mate, you and me went to Mexico City. We saw the billboards of Checo. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. I've got a couple stats here. 130 million people in Mexico. 10 million in Mexico City alone. There's 17 million people in the, in the whole of the Netherlands. Do the math. Yeah. Well, I can't even remember the numbers <laughs> to do the math. So why does Max Verstappen have more followers than Perez then? Uh, because he's more of a... Probably so. The way I see it is, Max is more of a world-renowned figure. Yeah, because he's won the world championship. So he'd have more people following him. Whereas Perez, I feel like more of his following will be condensed down to a certain area, Mm -hmm. being Mexico. And we all we both know that Mexican fans are always like die-hard fans of anything that they get into. They're like they fucking swear by it. It's like a religion. Perez has got like a really strong audience who engage who engage with his content more. For sure, probably buy his merch more. And it's interesting to bring up Gasly because you are right. A lot of the drivers in the grid (laughs) don't just post driving photos. They do do it very differently. But that's they're smart. Like. They, they've seen the digital switch. I think every driver will go down that route. It might not necessarily be them running it. It might just be a crew filming them behind the scenes or taking photos. But with the digital switch to a brand, and if you want to just stay in the sport longer, you're going to have to be online. You're going to have to be doing interviews. Mm. You're going to have to be... That's just the way it's gone. It isn't just driving anymore. Max could be the best driver in the world, but if he goes and does one thing wrong online, his career could be over. He loses his seat at Red Bull. No one ever... It's very different back in the day. Hush, hush, hush in a newspaper didn't come out. No mm. one would ever know what happened. Exactly. Max says one thing wrong. He could be out of Red Bull tomorrow. Yeah. So using social online is, 
you have to do it, but you have to be careful. And I think Max keeps himself quite like out of the way if he just only posts driving photos. I think it's quite clever. No, I like it. I, I, yeah, I like, I it, like as well. it. You can, I think, and honestly, you can say the car's fucking quick, and it is. But it is why he's like pretty much the best driver on the grid because he fucking knuckles down. He doesn't care. As far as I'm, as far as I can picture, anyway, he doesn't really seem to care about anything else other than being a world champion. Runs through his blood, and that's why he wins. Why he wins. Mm. But, but I do um, think Alex Album would be quicker than a Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, same. But that's a very loose term, like them saying Checo earned more money through social media last year than Max because you could just take one brand deal. Well, it doesn't matter anyway. Max would have. Ma- <laughs> we don't need to talk about the driver's wages, but Max clearly made a lot more money than Checo last year. I suppose he probably did. Like his driver's wages, he's on like 40 million a year at Red Bull. <laughs> that, that'll be more than Checo. That's nuts. And yeah. We've started watching Vikings. Yeah, the show on Amazon. Travis Fimmel was rumoured to be earning 300000 an episode. Mm, that's good. He did four seasons. Shit, I shouldn't have told you that. Why? For fuck's sake. Why? Because we're only on season two and there's nine seasons. You've already told me there's nine seasons? Yeah. So why does it matter that you just told me you're on season two? Okay, don't worry then. I didn't clock anything don't you just worry. said. Okay, well, don't clock what I said. And don't, don't listen, listen back, back to, to this pod. And everyone else at home will know. <laughs> did you just give a massive spoiler to <laughs> yeah, everything? Yeah, maybe I did. But we're watching it and it's really exciting at the moment. Mm. And yeah, he was getting paid 300k an episode, which is madness. Because I would take that fucking... I would pay to be in that role. Mm. To be a Viking with blue eyes. Buttering people with an axe. And saving, <laughs> it would be and saving the world. I want to be in Lewis Hamilton's new movie. He's doing a movie. Well, this F1 movie they're working on. Oh, with Brad Pitt? Yeah, I want to be in it. How like, me and you must be able to get approval to somehow be like an extra. Or can't we just go no, to the, how, go on the extra how, website? How pissed, yeah, if the movie was about F1 and about people in F1. And so they docu- there was like a small scene where like Pit Stop like comes into <laughs> F1, but they get two people to play us, mate. Oh my God. You would be God. so Imagine. And imagine if they pick like the two ugliest dudes as they well. They call them pissed <laughs> off as well, and they just absolutely suck. Oh, all the drivers hate them. Yeah, uh, all behind their back. They're like, those pit stop boys fucking suck. Oh my god, <laughs> they should do that. They I'd should actually it. do that now. That free promo for me. Um, but yeah, guys, I guess that was a good effort. You got any more to bring to the table today? No, mate. And we've we've cracked over thirty minutes now, so we are safe. <laughs> we are locked in. <laughs> I know I like doing the pods midweek because it is just a little catch up. It does feel like we're just jumping on FaceTime with everyone. Well, we actually had a few bits to talk about today, which is nice. And the next time we update him will be after Matt and Tommy's live show. So we'll give you a review out of 10. We'll rate a few things like the food, the, the how good the venue is. We'll rate how good they are, how much we laughed. Yeah. We'll tell you everything. Well, we, do you think we should heckle them? No, we're not heckling. They've already said don't heckle. I don't want to heckle. All right. I'd feel awful. That's boring. Maybe a little bit. Maybe, Maybe a little bit. Unless you're listening, bit. Tommy, none. No, no we can't because Matt's really helping us out with the commentary on the on the drive. Yeah, Matt is really up. We actually need to film Australia. Yeah, Australia's coming up, guys. We wanted to put it out before the race weekend and then we thought, well, we've got a massive gap now. So it made sense. We may as well save Australia and Baku for the time that we have off mm-hmm. to tie you guys over into another little race weekend. <laughs> and then once we get towards Miami time, we're going to start thinking about the content that's going to come out for that. And I'm all I'm saying is a Baby lot of people Crocs. enjoy that vlog footage. Baby Crocs. Baby Crocs. Snap, snap, snappity, snap. Little snapping turtles and Jake and snakes and snap. shit. Because huh? you don't like snakes, do you? Oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking snakes. come after you with a snake. Okay. Uh, we held one. We went down to... Uh, 
I don't know if I could call what I did, held it. I put my hands out, said, drop it on my hands, grab the <laughs> yeah, photo. And it I, wasn't even a snake, it was like I a fucking paid slow one. brand to post some photos from there. And they were like, can you hold the animal? Was I was like, fucking a- hell, really? Do I have to hold that? It was literally an earthworm. And you're like, I don't like snakes. It was massive. It was a, it was a king cobra, mate. King cobra. It was, it was a baby cobra. It was a viper. It was, and I had a bad day. It was a, it was a, it was a kissing cobra. Yeah, well, I didn't want to give it a kiss. I didn't, I didn't want to give it a kiss. Spurt with a kicking cur. Paddock. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Pit Stop Podcast. Fab's doing the outro today. Let's go. Oh my God. If you haven't already, checked us out on YouTube. It's the subscribe button. Give the videos a like. Head over to Spotify. Give us a follow. Rate us five stars because it means a lot. <laughs> um, what else do you say? <laughs> You're doing good. You just keep going. I want you to finish it. Um, if you haven't already, head over to our Instagram. Give that a little like as well. Click as well. Pew, pew. Yep. And warning, warning, update. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Update. Fab has changed his Instagram handle. Oh. Yeah. Fab Boca. It's now Fab Boca. <laughs> Everyone um, search Fab Boca. I didn't like it at first. <laughs> I didn't like it at first, but it's grown on me, so. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Finish your outro then. Um, and if you haven't already, Make sure you give us a like and a subscribe. <laughs> said that. And tune back in on th- on Monday, Monday to hear another episode of the Pit Stop Podcast and the review show. of the P1's live show. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Say bye then. <laughs> Say bye. 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 <laughs> See you guys later. Well, <laughs> oh, that was a fucking mess. <laughs>